everyone. Welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And I'm Faith. And this week, we're going to be doing the whole show together, mainly because there's not too much news going on. So, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but apparently there's some war going on in the Middle East and Israel. What? Yeah. Two, so now there's two wars. Two wars? Yeah. And this is, is this war mm. on U.S. soil? It isn't. No. Apparently it's somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an always, that's an always sunny reference, guys. But yeah, there's not too much news uh, in the world of physical media, but there was some. Uh, we got an official announcement that Love Actually is coming to 4K Blu-ray on November 21st. Oh, that's a Christmas movie. Do you like that Christmas movie? Mm, not Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. not too bad. It's got some... I mean, I don't really look at it as a Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's got its yeah. moment. It's definitely a Christmas movie, but like every, there's so many people in that movie. That's not a go-to movie that I watch um, like every holiday season so no, but it's like, a good movie like i mean if you get it we can watch it i think i'm gonna get it just because this year as far as 4ks as far as christmas movie all we're getting is scrooge which is coming out this tuesday and i believe that's it and love actually hmm. but this past week uh might be still going on amazon had sales on all the christmas movies that came out last year from warner brothers so like elf christmas vacation and polar express they were 15 bucks this week so you had them right i have every one of those but elf mm. i don't have elf on 4k um, well, are you Elf? Are you a big Elf person? So, um, Elf is not my favorite Christmas movie. I know people love Elf, and I feel like when I say that, people get upset with me. But oh, I love that's Elf. not an every year Christmas movie for me. That's oh, like every like it. three or four years. Yeah, I love Elf, but it's not. It's not in my top five. No, I don't. It might crack my in top, my top ten. Yeah, it might crack five, the no. lower end of the top ten. But no, Elf is a great Christmas movie, and that's a great 4K. Matt actually got to review that on the channel. I did the rest, yeah. but still, Christmas Vacation. All those 4Ks that came out last year, they are absolutely gorgeous. So if you want to get those at fifteen bucks, I can't imagine them dropping lower than that. Maybe around Black Friday, but that is definitely a steal. But Love Actually, I'm excited. I want to see it on 4K. I mean, it's a good movie. It's interesting. Don't like the sequence with Andrew Lincoln, like, you know, basically trying to steal his uh, buddy's wife. Mm. Makes no sense, but it's considered, like, a really romantic movie. But just imagine me going to Matt's house and, like, telling Danielle that I love her, and I want you to leave Matt. I mean, I feel like you would. Uh, to Matt? <laughs> 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 the way you always talk about Danielle, I feel like I do like I, Danielle. My days She's, are numbered. Danielle's my cool days, shit. Danielle my days cool are numbered. We got a, a holiday drinks. Starbucks this has is, the holiday drinks back. This <laughs> is a um, gingerbread oat milk chai latte. Makes sense. You look like a gingerbread man, so makes sense you would you like. You are a fuck. <laughs> And then the only other announcement is, it's not even official, but apparently Kino Loper is working on another 4K Blu-ray. They're working on this new scan for Mimic from 1997, which was directed by Guillermo del Toro. And that was actually his first American-made film or English-language speaking film. Um, it's got a pretty big cult following. I have only seen it a couple times, but it, it's good. It's not one of Guillermo del Toro's best films, but mm. it's interesting. An interesting creature feature. Mm. Uh, has some good moments, so I'm definitely, whenever it comes out, I expect just because they just announced it that... Probably not something that would come out for quite some time. Like, he and the Lover likes to do in a lot of their new scans. Like, we don't get official announcements for a few months after they announce it. Like, Lost in Translation, Kindergarten Cop, which apparently is coming out January 23rd. But we'll have to wait and see. So, that was really it as far as new physical media announcements. Not too much going on in the world of physical media this week. Although, Frank Rodriguez reached out to me in regarding uh, Best Buy. Frank Rodriguez, one of our producers. Best Buy, apparently, 
they talked to somebody on Reddit talked to somebody at Best Buy, and they said that they have no plans to stop selling physical media anytime soon. Now that could have just been in that local area, but that's weird. Though. It is weird. So I mean, it, it's a Reddit forum, so you can't take it for a fact. But you know what? I mean, that does leave the door at least a little bit cracked open. Maybe they're turning back on their decision. I'm not too sure, but I would like Best Once Buy. Once you make that announcement, I yeah, it's a- I, maybe it's just got so much pushback because I know people, and I don't. I didn't know there were so many people that do collect physical media. There's a lot of people. But one of my coworkers, uh, her dad is a huge uh, physical media collector, and he was really upset about that. Yeah. He's like, you know, sometimes I just like to go in there and look around, see no, what they that, got. Yeah, you know? that that's completely done now. There's no mm-hmm. the browsing thing, like you know, going to a video store or any place like that and just looking and pulling stuff off the shelf. Yeah, that's pretty much gone now, given we knew that was coming, so it's not like a huge surprise. Mm-hmm. But it does, like, it, it's just like seeing a part of your life, just like, you know, you're losing it forever. A huge part of my childhood, just, that's it. That's pretty much gone now. Now, given we'll still can collect physical media, we'll just, it's going online only, you gotta pick different stores. But, you know, at least we still have it, and I think these boutique labels are gonna definitely be doing a, you know, just support your boutique labels. They're the ones that are gonna be keeping out. I like that, though, because it's small. Small companies, small they companies. And usually fans of the movies, like you know. I like one. that better than big business. I always tell you, why do you get your movies there? If well, the only reason I get it's from, more expensive. It's you know, like the only reason I buy from Best Buy is just because usually, and they've been bad with this lately. Is um, when you pre-order from them, a lot of time it'll come on the Saturday or Monday before because I don't get like you know review copies, so I try and get the. So if you guys actually know any websites that if you pre-order from that maybe they come a little bit earlier, besides Screen Factory, I know if you pre-order from Screen Factory, you get it soon but it does cost more you know other than that if you guys know like maybe like grindhouse video maybe like stores like that if they like deliver early i would just like to know just so i can get the reviews out to you guys a little bit sooner like i'm at the mercy of the of the mailman and he doesn't seem like he's in any rush from what i see from him so you know i don't know <laughs> i don't think it's their fault i think it's best buy how many i'm sure it's best how buy. many problems have we had with best buy oh my god the amount of times i've called customer service and they come, suck and then they don't even try to make up for it they're awful awful so, awful customer service at best buy some of the worst i've ever had to deal with personally. and so i'm kind of happy that you don't have to deal with that anymore and even to the fact like we buy our tvs from there actually no the our last, last two TVs, pc richards we got son. a pc richards here on long island it's a yeah. long island it's a local business yeah. but yeah no, the family owned business so actually like very small business good to support them <laughs> but and, uh, again all those like places like best buy can afford to sell things for cheaper and you know that's why they are such a big company like walmart target those like places they're selling things for cheaper because they can and they can well best buy to. doesn't sell like best buy jacked up the prices on their 4ks over the last year and got rid of their program like pretty much all their rewards programs so they're already trying to like basically make the consumer's life a little bit harder mm. so what's the point then uh what's there is no point they're yeah, assholes that's uh, what I'm so yeah i'll be done with them anyway regardless if they stay mm-hmm. open or not as far as you know collecting physical media from them uh, but that's a little bit disappointing, mm. but still, you know, I know a lot of people are a little bit upset because it's just, it, it's easy to go to one place and get yeah. your movies. Like, oh, I, I like to order all my stuff, keep track of it from one place instead of being like, oh, did I order from this site? Did I order from mm-hmm. this site? So, you know, it was just a convenience thing. And like I said, with the pre-orders, but it is definitely upsetting. But they, um, companies like Amazon and, and Best Buy, they all know they got you by... No, they got me by the balls, for they sure. They got you by them. Yeah, no, they, they definitely do. Uh, it's just, you know, Amazon, like, you don't want to buy from them, but the convenience of, like, oh, the I want this move the next day, it's here. Like, like, And they know, and yeah. they know that's why they do that. So, like, in a mm-hmm. few years when they start pulling back on that and charging more, it's going to be like, oh, you like that, right? 
You know, that's it's just like what Netflix is doing. Yeah, Netflix. You like our shows, right? No, now know? it's going to cost you $25 a month, and it's like, and you got to start thinking, is that really worth it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this week, I don't know if you saw that Comcast um, sold the, the last 33% to Disney for $8.2 billion, I believe. Now, given Disney had was forced to buy that when they made the deal with Fox years ago, Comcast had it in the contract and all those papers that if on this date, if you guys, before 2024, you have to purchase the rights to it if we don't want to stay in it. And Comcast didn't want to. So uh, Disney was forced to mm. buy for $8.2 billion. They own Hulu and Disney+. Plus. So I fully expect next year they did just raise their prices. They'll be raising those prices again to make out that $8.2 billion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, But now what you, you have to look into, too, because we don't have... We, didn't, we canceled Disney, but we still support Disney because we have Hulu. Hulu. Now... But if you go into Dis- the Disney app, you can have a bundle. So I don't the know. The Disney if bundle, yeah. I don't know if it's cheaper just to do that. Got to look into it. You also get ESPN with that because they own ESPN too. Disney owns so much. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, no, it is. But we're going to end up with three core. We're going to end up with like two companies because there's all these rumors now that two that Universal uh, might end up buying Paramount because Paramount's not doing great. So we got to stop that. There cannot be like five companies running this planet in like five years. I it thought began. that was a thing in this Monopolies? Country. It's supposed to be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> but they we, find a way around them. They always you. do. But you know why? Because they're the ones greasing the, poli- uh, greasing the politicians' pockets. You know, mm, like, absolutely. Eh, you know, they walk up and it's like a surprise situation. You give them the envelope. I'm like, all right, all right. We'll, we'll see what we can do. I'll push I'll, it through. I'll push it through. I'll look past it. Yeah. And then uh, just last bit of news. Uh, what'd you think of the new trailer for the new uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? I didn't watch the trailer. I actually didn't watch the trailer either because I don't like to spoil it for me, but I think it's pretty cool that we're actually getting another film now. This was something that was originally owned by Fox that Disney bought as well, so now they own the rights to that. And they're putting out Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Did you like the original trilogy that came out a few years ago? Or no, I liked like, it. Yeah, I liked it. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is actually still my favorite one, and that was the one that wasn't directed by, uh, what's his name? So I really liked that movie. Yeah, yeah. Rise was really good. I like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, they've always been pretty I, good, I consistent. Like, I like the time like frame that they have. They're captive, then they start to... And everything starts to shift. Yeah, until and I feel like it's just a, such a, a movie for, for the ages to think about, you know, you are whole... Regardless if they're apes or not. Well, it's an allegory for a metaphor. But it could be just being, you know, regular middle-class America. And rising seeing, up. Rising up and saying, no, like, we're not take. We don't want to take it all from you, but come on. <laughs> This, you know, share this, a little bit. Just share a little. Like when you hear bit. people in Hollywood fighting over like millions of dollars, and then in like the regular working class people, it's like it's a good job to make a hundred thousand a year. Like that's a good job. And but like these people are fighting over millions, while the rest of us are over here scraping the bottom of the for, barrel for the hundred. Yeah, just trying. Hopefully <laughs> we get that, and then they then they'll tell you that you're overvalued at seventy five. It's overvalued. It's like, pay me. Like, you know what? You guys are making billions and millions of dollars. Why don't you help out the people doing the actual work? And I get the concept of, you know, they employ so many people. I get that concept. I really do. But at the same time, it's, for example, at my job, there's a, I guess there's kind of a competition between all the stores. Mm. And who, whatever store wins gets something. But the management actually gets money. Yeah, they get a bonus where, um, and the district manager gets the bonus, and they get yeah. the bigger bonus. You, so they're it's incentivized like, to screw over the bottom. So we people. get pizza, you get cash. Yep. I don't. That, to me, like, come on. 
it doesn't compensate no. correctly. No, I completely agree. And it's frustrating. And then obviously people are getting more and more mad and it doesn't feel like the planet is catching up to the anger. And eventually it's just going oh, no, to come Oh, no, it is. If, if you saw what Ford got and after they About went About time, start. 27% raise. Yeah. yeah. So, but then they're, and they're calling for all unions to file suit and i agree yeah we're both in unions so like that would be nice um i don't have the topic. I, I don't have faith in my union but yeah yeah we got way off topic this was talking about planet of the apes yeah so but, it, but in, uh... it's relevant it's, <laughs> yeah, it is it relevant is. of like you you beat somebody down mm-hmm. one day they're gonna enough's enough and then they'll say you're the bad one for saying enough's enough you're gotcha. not taking this shit anymore why not like that's we look like the assholes you know yeah it's it's you know it's very it frustrating it it's aggravating but we still gotta go to work yep because unfortunately <laughs> things cost money and 4ks are not cheap and i like things you do like things i like vacations that's yeah, unfortunate i like <laughs> movies i just want more movies in my life that's it that's all i want i just want to have the biggest movie collection you could ever imagine one day one day Okay. So anyway, uh, let's get into the this or that portion of the show, huh? Ooh. We're going to talk about franchises. Franchises, which is actually... Did I say it right? Franchises. We actually have a franchise question, so this is awesome. All right. So, Harry Potter... Okay. Or Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. Wow, that really is hard. So... Uh, I know your answer already, but I just rewatched the Lord of the Rings 4K trilogy earlier this year, and those movies are masterpieces, including the extended editions. Now, the problem is... Wait, what? You always hated Lord of the Rings. Until I re- Well, I never hated them. I just didn't... They, it was never you my... You didn't appreciate Didn't appreciate them. them. But when I got those 4Ks and I rewatched them earlier in the year and I watched the extended editions, they're masterpieces. Now, saying all that, the Hobbit movies are in that franchise, and I do not like the Hobbit movies. But the Harry Potter franchise extremely consistent until you get to the Wizarding World movies with uh, the Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah, but I don't care. I don't consider that. Still in the Wizarding World franchise and the Harry Potter franchise. I don't consider that Harry Potter, though. Mm-hmm. Well, either way It's or. in the world. It's I get the- it's in the universe. But I don't consider it between all the Harry Potter movies that came out from the books. Gotcha. That's- I still think... I still would pick Harry Potter, though. Harry I still Potter. think Harry Potter Absolutely. had the very consistent franchise. I think that the middle of the movies, like uh, once we get past the first two, like three, four, five, those are the best in the mm-hmm. entire franchise. Because you get, you get all the information. You find out who's who. You think somebody's bad. And we're getting away from girl. the first two movies are kind of kid movies, which I appreciate. Yes. Because yes. Christopher Columbus directed, uh, did he correct? He, I think he directed the first two. Uh, same guy but who directed. Then it got dark. Yeah. With and I like the Goblet of Fire. Oh, my God. How dark. That's my favorite one. When he comes, that's my boy. Oh, Uh, my heart. That's my, that breaks my heart. That's brutal. That's my favorite one, actually, Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I love that one. I love that. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, young Robert Pattinson popping up in there. That's Uh, Batman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Indiana Jones, Indianapolis Jones. Indianapolis Jones. Uh, Star Wars. Wow, (laughs) and you know how much... I'm going Indiana Jones. I'm Indiana keep... Jones. I'm sorry. Wow. I cannot live without the first three Indiana Jones movies. Now, given the last two aren't the greatest, I mean, like, as much as I love Star Wars, the original trilogy is by far better than everything else. And, like, now they're kind of watering it down with the Disney Plus shows. So I'm talking about the original three movies. 
So the, okay, well, if you put it like that, the original three movies stacked up against the original three Indiana Jones, I, I would take Star Wars probably then, just because the original trilogy of Star Wars movies are perfect. Okay. And, you know, they fall off after. So if you were to do match-up, first three Indiana Jones, first three Star Wars, it's close. Mm. It's a lot closer than you think. And I still would have to take Star Wars just because. What about you? I know you don't really Star like Star Wars. Yeah, you're not. A, you're not a big Indianapolis Jones guy. <laughs> yeah, I I am a Star Wars fanatic. So I know that's your thing. And uh, we have Star. I mean, we have Star Wars tattoos. Our Everyone's dogs are it. named Obi and Leia. <laughs> so like, yeah, if that doesn't tell you how much we like Star Wars in this house. <laughs> um, and then we have Bad Boys. Ooh. Or John Wick. Very different movies. Very different franchises. And Bad Boys. I, oh, they have three now, so it's four movies to three. Bad Boys for Life was really good. Better than you expected. But John Wick, those first four films that they have put out have all been fantastic. Masterpieces. Masterpieces. I have to go with John Wick. Yeah, as much as I would like but to. But I love... There's individual movies that I like over some of the John Wick movies. Well, yeah, I think John Wick 3, the first... I love the first two Bad Boys. The third one was great, too. But the first Bad Boys was... Master, it's awesome. Don't I, you like the second one more? I like the sec. I know. I was getting to that. Ah. I like the first one. It was awesome, but the second one, I think the comedy really did it for me. I will. I don't know. I like Bad Boys, but John Wick is what an action movie should be. I agree. Like those are the perfect modern action movies. I don't think any action movies that come out and this year we've gotten spoiled. We got a Mission Impossible movie and we got a John Wick movie. So when you watch them like back to back. It's like crazy. Which is better? Like, what do you like more? Do you like Mission Impossible Go uh, Dead Reckoning, or do you like John Wick Four? Both of them. So, Mission Impossible, <laughs> I'm gonna say, is in a different class, only because of the stunts that are done by Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. It's in a different class. Well, the, think of, okay. So Tom Cruise does all those stunts, but look at what. Keanu Reeves does to learn all the gun fu in the oh, genre, no. all I, that choreography. I, I'm just saying it's a different class to me. Like you're jumping out of planes. Yeah. <laughs> Not even jumping out of planes. You're jumping off a cliff, off of a bike. Yeah. Like that's a different class. Yeah. But John Wick to me, how beautiful it looks. When they're when they're fighting and all these things happen, and then there's a lot of things that are so unrealistic with both. Um, uh, oh yeah, the, the, with Mission Impossible's and John Wick, where like, come on, John Wick, you should have died ten hours ago. Like you I fell mean, down about how three hundred stairs. Well, look at Tom Cruise; he's gotten this ass kicked so many times, yeah. like car accidents, falling out of cars, mm -hmm. and even in the most recent one, like I forgot, he like flies through the side of a train. He gets up, dusts himself yeah. off, and keeps walking. Yeah. It's like you know, but like it floats that line where it's like it's not so over the top that like it's believable enough both the franchises but like john wick like yeah. he got hit by like 10 cars yes john, exactly <laughs> he got hit like going in that traffic circle he got hit by car to car and he like brush like, it off i'm like i'd be like oh, well i guess this is it <laughs> <laughs> all right you won you won i'm not fighting anymore <laughs> this is bullshit and i'm like <laughs> but that's why you don't I'm not <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Why would you take that job? It's like, a terrible job. But even, even Missing Impossible, the idea of is like you could decline. 
Like, you don't have to do this. Yeah, that's the thing. You are given the choice. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. But the thing is, is, like, how many times do you get to say no before they're like, well, fuck you. Like, you don't do any work around it. Why why are you... We gave you the job. All you've done is decline. (laughs) Like, you haven't done a thing. (laughs) That would be me. Yeah. I don't think I'm taking that. Who do you call when you decline it? I mean, I guess they just help you accept it because they send you a uh, thing and then it just gets... It goes up in smoke and then that's it. It's gone. But I feel like they they feel like they have no choice. They do. It's either me or the world blows up. Yeah, you're a pretty big piece of shit. If, like, you're the person who can save the world and you, like, take a pass on it. <laughs> pass. <laughs> oh, we're asking. We're going to have to get someone else. For this. <laughs> this sounds dangerous. Like, this does not sound mm, like fun. No, I I'll, think... Let that guy handle it. He could do it. What's Billy doing today? Is he busy? Like, really? You have to call me? It's my fucking day off. Like, come on. You think, you think Tom Cruise is sitting there like, oh, it's my day no, off? I think Tom Cruise is fucking waiting patiently by the phone. For See, like, we know why like, Keanu Reeves is going after. He's just mad. He's mad. He's taking a lot of revenge. <laughs> He's just mad, but... Tom Cruise just wants to save the world. Wants to and take care of his friends. He's a good friend. That's the thing about uh, Ethan Hunt. He's always going to make sure his friends are doing all right, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that was this week's This or That. All right, well, that was pretty This or That-y, if I have to say so myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's move on to the first question of this fine, fine week. Uh, we have a question that we haven't answered from Kevin L. Kevin, well, he's not, his name isn't Kevin L anymore, actually. His name is now Kevin Kruger, and he is a part of our, uh, he's one of our directors. Well, hello, Kevin Kruger. Yep, Kevin Kruger is one of our directors. If you guys want to join the director's tier or any of our other tiers to be a member of the channel, those are in the description below. You can hit the join button. But yeah, as a director, Kevin Kruger also gets a private conversation with me, and he gets to pick reviews. We'll have his first review that he wants me to do this upcoming Monday or tomorrow, because today would be Sunday for them. So, so are you cool. excited for your combo? I am, I am. I'm looking forward. Well, at this point, we would have already done it, but yeah, I'm looking forward oh. to it. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorry. That, and actually, Sorry. members do actually get this show a day early, so they can see this on Saturday instead oh, of Sunday. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, members, uh, members to the producers and directors tier would get this show a day early, or any videos that I make come out a day early. But anyway, Kevin Kruger asked, what are your favorite scenes from the following movies? American Psycho, Jeepers Creepers, Trick or Treat, To Live and Die in L.A., the Shape of Water, Yes Man, and 12 Monkeys. Well, you can do this one. I could do the ones that I know. Like American Psycho? Yeah. The best scene in American Psycho is when he's got Huey Lewis and the news on, and he's talking to Jared Leto's character about how good it is while he's putting that coat on so he doesn't get blood on himself. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. He's walking around with the axe, and then he sneaks up behind oh, yeah. him and I love, fucking blasts him I was going to say that, too, because I love how he, like, he sets it up. Yeah. And, and the guy's Leto, like, he's like what, what's going on here? But know? doesn't want to raise any concern. No. He just sits there. That's Jared Leto, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and then he blasts him with yeah. the axe. So yeah. that, that's the best scene in American Psycho. Yeah. In a movie filled with... I love American Psycho. Now, you think it's not real, right? It's definitely not real, the end of that movie. Like, uh, that whole thing is a fantasy. Like a yeah, okay, okay. Like, I just wanted to when make you, sure. When the ATM machine says, feed me the cat, and then he shoots the two police cars, and he's able to sh- have them both blow up but, with one bullet each, that, that that's when you know it's not real. It's in his head. Yeah, but it could also be um, he's going crazy. Well, he's definitely going crazy. No, he's not but, well off at But all. that's what I'm saying. So, like, it could be. But I know it's not. I know it's not. Okay. But what about Jeepers Creepers? Jeepers Creepers would be with the the black lady. 
the you remember the scene when she's like she calls him on the phone I don't know if it's a demon or a devil or just some hungry thing she's like he's coming for you I know it oh, okay yeah I love that scene because it's like she they they're like what the like I'm so scared <laughs> you know like because she's telling them this person's coming this guy's coming for them and because she he came after her before yes so I love that scene I feel like that's when you really like get to know like okay this who is, the creeper is yes exactly I, I do like the explanation of what the creeper is and how he comes back every, every 20 20- 27 yep. years right is that what it is mm-hmm. it's got to come back and feed I mean I love the well the first two movies are great but I, I love just the first time we see the creepers car which always raises so many questions how did he get a license plate like where was he registering that vehicle you that's know? true and like he's driving around town no he got his knows. license I guess yeah or he's just driving around <laughs> well it was like in the middle of nowhere so well, I get yeah, that yeah. and it was like an old beaten up pickup hey, truck let's be honest if a cop pulls him over and he approaches him and he looks like that he's gonna be like it's like uh, have a good day sir like Jason <laughs> and takes my hat in when he's like he lifts the mask up yeah. to the guys and they're, and like, they're like take it dude yeah. like, <laughs> we ain't fucking around with you <laughs> he like kicks it and they're like what the hell yeah okay. yeah they get all beat because jason doesn't give a shit yeah and he does the creeper you know and he just, takes his hat he takes his mask i love that jason's smart enough to know like these people are gonna get scared of how i look because mm-hmm. i've been dead yeah. seven different times I, that just gets out of hand but yeah that was my favorite part i love that, that lady she's awesome yeah, she was. She really scared me. Like she made. Are it you more saying sc- that she's a naturally scary woman? How no, scary? she she made me fear the creeper. Gotcha. And then what else is the song? Cheapers, creepers. What are you gonna do with peepers? What? I don't know. What are you gonna do with those peepers? Is not the lyric. No, where'd you get those peepers? Ah, you know what peepers are, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just want to come out on top. I don't want to look stupid. <sighs> Next one is Trick or Treat. Remember Trick or Treat? I remember it. I don't really have a favorite. I don't remember scene. what my favorite scene in that movie is either. Because I haven't actually seen it in a few years. I own it. I feel like we kind of have to rewatch some of the movies to get to that point. Well, here's one I just rewatched: To Live and Die in L.A. Uh, my favorite scene in that movie... There's so many in that one. That's hard for me to pick. But it's got to be the car chase scene because William Freakin, he pretty much tried to outdo himself in the French Connection with the car chase scene. In this movie, it's like we take like a break in the middle of it, then we keep going again. But there's so many. I like watching uh, William... uh I like watching Willem Dafoe just do make the counterfeit money. Like, that whole scene, it's like a montage, but it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he learned how to do that from real counterfeit money makers. Like, you know, obviously, they were on the set, and that's what they do, and but they wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. But I loved seeing that. Makes you think. Very impressive stuff. Uh, the Shape of Water. Did you ever see this? You I, watched it. I have it on 4K. Uh, incredible uh, film. It was weird, right? Well, it's basically taking the creature from the Black Lagoon, and what if he fell in love with a mute person? <laughs> And it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, okay. And it also won Best Picture that year that it came out. Fascinating film. I actually find it to be very charming. And the best scene of that movie is at one point, it kind of the scene kind of cuts into a musical. I, you have to see the movie to understand, and I just thought it was beautiful. Okay, good for uh, you. <laughs> I don't like the look it gave me. What about uh, Yes Man? You've seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey, right? Yeah, I've seen Yes Man. All right. A while ago, though, again. The only time I ever saw this was in the movies. So the only thing I can actually remember is when he's, um, speaking of which, Danny Masterson's in that movie. So ew, a little bit of a shitty situation there. I, I, I remember 
his friend pushing him. Yeah, that was Danny that was, Yeah, okay. So that's like the, what stands out to me the most is like getting him to say yes. You get some of the Jim Carrey stuff in that movie. I like how he's like fucking around with his boss and he puts all the tape on his head and he's like, mm-hmm. and the boss is like, okay, that's a little too far. Because the yeah. boss is like a kind of a weirdo. Like at one point, like he comes over, I think he had a Harry Potter party at his house, which so you probably like the guy. Yeah. But, like seems like a, kind of a, like a lonely guy. Yeah. But um, no, it's an enjoyable movie, but I guess my favorite scene would probably have to be that Harry Potter scene, seeing Jim Carrey dressed up like that. Okay. Pretty funny. Uh, have you ever seen 12 Monkeys? I think you actually have seen 12 Yeah, Monkeys. I've seen 12 Monkeys. With but Bruce I don't Wells? really have. Well, again, it's like uh, I would have to see it to like pick out a favorite part of it. If you get what I mean. No, oh, I understand. You would have to pick out your favorite. You know what's funny is I, I've never... movies have to be fresh in my mind. I don't. Uh. If I I have to see movies a lot of times for me to remember every single po- like plot line of the movie. Well, hear me out on this one thing. When it comes to movies, I don't th- I don't really always have favorite scenes. It's really hard b- for me to have a favorite scene because the scene doesn't work unless you build up to it properly. Like, yes, there's certain scenes in action movies where you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. But in dramas, you know, the payoff has to be there if you build up to it correctly and I- build up the characters correctly. You know what's funny, though? I can remember scenes from shows, but movies, I have a hard time picking like okay so the fall of the uh, house of usher like for example if he would have said something like that like i know which part of the show that i enjoyed the most which is what it's probably creepy but it's when the acid falls on everybody that was fucking crazy. that's fucking crazy i've never seen anything like that yeah no you're but, right but um it was that stood out to me and there was so many moments of that show that stood out but that was the one that real he always goes for that like no. he always has a, those like mike flanagan yeah oh, he always has those like moments that you don't rem- forget from like in the um, like in the haunting of hill house that jump scare in the car that jump scare in the car and seeing her hanging oh yeah and that and that payoff of that is mm-hmm. crazy yeah uh but yeah again like the payoff like if you watch a few good men everybody knows jack nicholson scene at the end where he's like you want the truth you can't handle yes. the truth like but that doesn't work unless you build up to that moment. Scarface. Yeah. If you don't build up to those moments correctly, they're just in a bubble. I don't think they're mm-hmm. the best scene. So it's really hard for me to pick a moment in the drama. That's the same thing with 12 Monkeys because I yeah. can't pick a favorite scene because but, all those scenes are lending itself to the But, actual. like, I no. could pick a favorite scene from, like, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. See, even that would be tough for me. See, so it's different. I guess mm-hmm. maybe it, movies that I have to see, I have seen multiple times. A movie is a story. It's mm-hmm. a structured story for the most part. Obviously, some things go out of it, but you know, you get your rising action, climax, start, falling I action. I think I'm going to start watching movies like on my own to get better equipped. The people out in the world would appreciate it. No, I, I really think I want to because I feel like I'm missing out. Like after I watched that movie with you yesterday, oh, bro. I, I felt like. Okay, maybe I should give certain things a chance. And it's just a bonding experience with you as well. Like, we hung out. We enjoyed the movie together. And I wasn't on my phone. You weren't really on your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, we just watched the movie. And yeah, the only time I was on my phone was to take notes. Yeah. So, so, so and I felt like we really watched the movie together. And well, it's rewarding, isn't it? That's why it's I love nice, film. But sometimes <laughs> if I'm not into it, I just, I'm on my phone because yeah. I'm not into it. It really takes a lot for me. You well, have to sell So that was the me. thing with Hitchcock, actually, is, like I told you, you're right into the story. Mm-hmm. Like, with Rope, like, 
it's really it's a play. You're in and out. Like the opening of the movie, we already know what's happening. He's killing. They're killing somebody. We see it. That's the opening scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's it. We're off and running. And now the rest of the movie is: Will they get away with it or not? That's it. Simple yeah. story. You would uh. think it was horror, but it's not. It's more like suspense. It's suspense and thrill. But that's what Hitchcock. Yeah, is. but we. But the one thing about that was, oh, let's go. Let's move over. Let's move forward. Okay. <laughs> I think they were... I don't want to go off track. Oh, actually, one thing that they announced this week, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, fascinating thing. Uh, it's based on a Stephen King novel, but Shout Factory or Scream Factory is releasing a new Blu-ray for the film, Thinner. You know what that movie's about? So basically, somebody puts a hex on a guy or a curse because he was a piece of shit. He's a big fat guy, and he puts a curse on him, he just whispered in his ear, and he says, Thinner. And then all throughout the movie, he starts to get thinner thinner and thinner until he willows away it's a trash movie but it's actually very entertaining from the early 90s i'm gonna get it on blu-ray oh my god um <laughs> uh, this is also from kevin krueger and he said which of these movies characters would you want to be stranded on an island with can only pick one. Oh, marty mcfly john wick peter venkman james bond peter venkman is from ghostbusters that's oh, bill murray's oh, character oh, okay. james bond or ellen ripley now, there's so many ways to look at this. Now, you're stranded on an island with them. Now, I'm going to want somebody who's going to make sure we're going to be doing all right. I feel like John Wick can do that. Yeah. Like he's going to make Definitely. Sure. I was going to say that. Because I'm not going with Marty McFly. No, Marty McFly is not going to do anything, I feel like. Honestly, he's... I mean, Unless he brings his fucking car with or him. Or unless he brings Doc Brown. Yeah. Doc Brown Doc will Brown, take... Yeah, he's going to get me home. Yeah. And then James Bond, like, James Bond can probably get some shit done, too, like John Wick. Very smart person. Alan Ripley, same thing, but... James all- Bond might have the... Like, what am I... Like, he might have the supplies that we need, because... Hopefully. Well, and he can make things out of nothing. Well, like, so, like, John the- Wick has to go to this special suit store and mm. all that stuff. Yeah, maybe James Bond is better, but I'm actually going to take Peter Venkman. Okay. And you know why? He's probably a real good time to hang out with. Probably really funny. Well, so good. Ma- F- Marty McFly, too. I'll have a better time with Peter Venkman. We're going to have a great time. John Wick seems like a downer. No, he's going to be a total Debbie Downer. He's going to tell me all about his wife and his dog. And it's going to ruin the whole thing. James Bond's going to want to give me a slap. James Bond is going to get really horny and want to fuck me. I'm going <laughs> to be like, dude, listen, I am not I am not one of your girls. Like, I get it. We're trapped on an island. Take it's this. just the two of us. I'm a very pretty Take person. Take this uh, coconut. Go to the other side of the island. Do what you got to do and come back and regroup. But it's not going to be me. This is not prison. Leave. That's what's gonna happen. I am a boy. (laughs) (laughs) You are a man. No. (laughs) Just absolutely not happening. You don't know what that's from? I am a boy, Damon. No, where's that from? Friday at the next when he comes in. (laughs) That's gonna be him. Yeah. (laughs) He needs something. And I'm like, I gotta understand. You got needs. What did he call him? Uh, Wake up. uh, Oh my God. Fresh fish. Fresh fish. I like my fish wet and squirming. Fucking sick. Uh. He takes the pliers. Mm-hmm. You're unbelievable. <laughs> you really are. Oh, man. Uh, so, next question is before we get to the last one, which is really fun. This is from Rogue One, 677 year old. What are the top movies in your collection that you hate, or at the very least, weak? For me, it's Saw the Original, Blu ray release, bad video and audio, The Predator, awful movie. He also went into a little bit more detail about Predator and its DNR. And he wrote Alien Covenant, week of the Alien films, couldn't agree more. Ralph breaks the internet, scratch this. I feel bad for you, buddy. I'm sorry about that, man. Uh, fourth kind, weak features, only deleted scenes. That's very disappointing. Captain Underpants, weak bonus features, couldn't agree more. 
Ice Age 5, weak, at least in my collection. I understand. He gave me a lot more details about why he doesn't like these movies and why he doesn't like those Blu-rays, and I really did appreciate that. So thank you so much, Rogue1677. So in my collection, the movies that I get most frustrated with, and for me, number one, is this Nightmare on Elm Street collection. Not only is it very dated, but some of these have two films on the discs, and the discs themselves don't have markings of what movies are on the discs except for the first one. So this is just very frustrating. We've been asking for upgrades to these for a very long time. Why are you, <laughs> you keep, sitting like that? Because you keep, like, going like this right next Swinging to me. Swinging them around? Yeah. I'm not going to hit you. So, I'm sorry. So that would be number one. <laughs> number two is this Planes, Trains, and Automobiles 4K. I still have the Blu-ray because the Blu-ray is probably better. It's very frustrating, but I'm going to try out the 4K again this year. We'll see if if I'm not feeling it, if I still feel like the Blu-ray is the better version. Well, this 4K is going bye-bye. I also agree about the Predator. So I have the Predator Blu-ray, the previous one before the 4K. The Blu-ray just had horrible DNR. All the colors looked unnatural. The skin looked unnatural. One of the worst Blu-rays out there. So I really thought that was just god-awful. And thank God the 4K fixes all of its problems. It's not the greatest 4K ever, but it's a huge upgrade over this shitty Blu-ray. And then in this collection, now I only have to keep this collection for one movie, and that's a bad Blu-ray. And that's Scream 4. One of the, it looks like it was ripped from a DVD. It's a, I just think it's a very bad transfer. It's the only one that we still have on Blu-ray. The rest are on 4K. But after talking to Rogue One, Lionsgate has the rights to Scream 4. So that's probably what's causing the issue why we haven't gotten that one on 4K, mm. where the rest have come out from Paramount. <laughs> the way you're just tossing them. And then I have a couple Terminator 4Ks here. Uh, Terminator 2, we all know, one of the worst 4Ks out there. Amazing slipcover on here. And then I know, I was going to say that. Oh, yeah, and nice. watch what happens when I slide it off. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Really nice. Horrible 4K. Mm. And then the worst Terminator movie ever, Terminator Genesis. I hate this movie. I have it on 4K, though, because I have to have every Terminator movie. So that is very unfortunate. So thank you, Rogue1677. I really appreciate it, buddy. And thanks for reaching out to me and explaining why you have problems with the Blu-rays that you have. That really does help me out. It definitely helped me do some research for that question, and I really appreciate it. And then our last question of the week is from Kevin Kruger as well. And he asks, and this is actually a pretty cool phase, which movies best define the following generations? Ooh. Baby Boomers, 1946 to 1964. Gen X, 1965 to 1980s. Millennials, which is us, 1981 to 1986. Or mm. 1997 to 2012. So I think I know what defines the Baby Boomer generation. That one I was oh. trying to think about. So my thing, I think it's Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause, okay. Yeah, because those are the Baby Boomers. We see their parents in there and how they feel about the world. And it also just really makes me ask a lot of questions because we always see nowadays with the Boomers versus Gen Z, and we see them being rebellious in that movie and mm -hmm. like what they feel, how they're going against their parents. It just shows me that all teenagers as they're growing up, they do just start to rebel against the older generation no matter what it is. Because look at what those Baby Boomers started out as and then look at what they are now. It's yeah. crazy. That's pretty good. Okay. Right, it's a good cause. Yeah. Rebel Without a Cause is great. Do you mm -hmm. have one or no? No. No? You don't have any from that generation? That way you think... Baby Boomer, I don't really know what they watched. Uh, well, it's not really... I don't know if it's about... Like, it's about a movie that, I guess, came out during that. So you don't really know, like, 40s or 50s movies? No. Okay, that's fair. Even but... 60s. That's so 60s as well. Yeah, well... I mean, like, I guess you could say, like, Bonnie and Clyde, that's, like, kind of where films really started to change as we started to get away from the code. Mm -hmm. So I really think that's another big one for that generation. Mm -hmm. uh, Gen, Gen X, which is 65 to 80, what movie, like, 
I think that the movies. That I the, know I have one. Pretty is it in, Hackers? Nope, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. That's a good one. Honestly, I was thinking a lot of the John Hughes and, movies. Yes, because my mom loves those movies. So does my dad. You heard him. He said my dad's favorite movie is, is The Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Yep. So I think it's between Pretty in Pink, Breakfast Club, movies like that. The John Hughes movies that really mm. define like weird science, like define that generation. And a what, lot of them like. Um, Fast, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's their generation growing up. Yeah. You know, like what they were going through in their school. So, I, yeah, no, I, I have to agree. John Hughes movies. I would say even like late Gen X, I would say like the early 90s movies that were dealing with the internet coming out of it. Like Hackers is definitely a Gen X movie. It's crazy. It's a good movie, though. But, like, I would say that's another Gen X one. Are we talking about coming of age kind no, of No, like it's just like what would define the generation. Like, what's their generation's like films? Okay, well. So, Millennials, the next... 81 to 96. This one's a little bit tougher because this is our generation. Well, this is our generation, but there's, so, there's ones that are in their 40 that well, are part of that generation. So, so I know what you're going to say. So, you can go from, like, Clueless yes. to Mean Girls. I Even would... though it's the same generation... Different ages in the generation. Yes. So, like, my sister hates Mean Girls. Yes, she does. She absolutely despises Mean Girls. I love Mean Girls. Came out the same year you graduated high school. Yes. And I love them both because I was young watching Clueless. So, I was too young to be in high school and to see what she was dealing with. But I also loved... I was around for the era of clothes and, and what it meant for everybody. It's more for, like, my sister's age where Mean Girls I think was she was too old for that gotcha yes the high school experience because she was she's a very older millennial she's almost Gen X but technically she's a millennial so that does Mm -hmm. make sense because these generations do span a lot of time so it's a very open-ended question like what defines like I'm trying to think like I would even say like the Matrix might like be the one that uh like millennials really go to because you know that's really illustrating how the world was changing becoming the digital world we know like we were here well, for- but with millennials because we are millennials there's so many movies from um from comedy to horror scream defines a million like would you say that's millennial or late gen x no, that's millennial. You think that's millennial? Yes, 1996. Mm-hmm. That's millennial. yes, it came out, but I still feel like we were all but very they, young. We were young, but I wasn't that young. I was 10. You were nine. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, four. And then, but that was for the first one. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't that young. No, that's why Scream 3. You were young. See, you're, you're... My first Scream movie was Scream that's 3. That's what I'm yeah. saying. The millennial age gap is Well, it's crazy. funny because piggybacking off of your choice of Clueless and Mean Girls, I would actually say the high school movie that most defines my high school experience, this might sound weird, is Easy A. Easy A, okay. That came out the year I graduated high school, so the way people are dressing in that movie, the way they're behaving, Mm. is how people behaved when I was in high school. So it kind of like when I watch it, even though it's a female lead character and I can't relate to it, I relate to it somehow. So I I always felt like Easy A really defined my high school experience. Oh, I got another one for um, X, or um, this could be Boomer, Jaws. Jaws, definitely. Definitely. Right? That is very much a lot of people's fear of water came from Jaws. Mm-hmm. And people still want It can them. be X or it could be Millennials. Boomers. Well, well, Boom. well, let's, well, yeah, and Boomers. But, you know, even like, you know, like Dennis's favorite movie is Jaws, Shamrock. But Shamrock would fall into Gen X. Uh, no, he wouldn't. He would technically be a Millennial. So, yeah. But, yeah, like, a lot of people. Like, yes, that is definitely, that's a good call for Gen X or Baby Boomers. That is a great call. 75, yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z is very hard because... 
you know, they're a little bit younger than us. They start in 97, but you know what the new generation's called? No. Generation Alpha. Okay. Because they're alpha males. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying things. But, uh, so who would that be? 97. That's like, that would be like our younger siblings. They're all Gen Z. So no, what? Alpha. Like, would that be Lucy Any, and Salem? Yeah, exactly. But like, our, we have, me and Faith have siblings that are 10 plus years younger than us. I have two brothers born 10 years after me and a sister born nine years after me. Yeah, I have a 13 year old so sister. They would be Gen Z. So, what would you say <laughs> defines their generation? I don't even know what these kids watch, so I don't know. Well, no, but, like, it's a movie that's... Like, no, I don't know, like, what is, like, major to them. Well, from what I've talked to, because we have people who follow this channel that would be considered Gen Z, and I feel like their big movie for, like, their childhood was The Dark Knight. I feel like that was, like... Because they've mm. really come up with the superhero era. Like, MCU's been around their entire okay, life. Okay, I could see that. So, like, even you can even say The Avengers might be, like, their yeah, movie. Yeah, I could see that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to go with that. I think the Avengers, actually. Even though I don't love the Avengers, I feel like this generation... They're starting to change, though. Like, maybe that's why Alpha is coming up so fast, is because it seems like Generation Alpha... Like, Faith, do you know how much they loved Five Nights at Freddy's this week? It made $80 million. And Generation people, Alpha? Yeah, they love it. And, like, late Gen... And I would say late Gen Z. Like, they loved that movie. Like, it spoke to them. Like, that's gonna be a movie that gets people in the horror. I don't get it. I, well, it's not for us. That's the point. It's for other... It's for... That's something for somebody else. Yes, I despise that movie. But I am so happy. I didn't despise it. I think you're really overcritical of that movie, by the way. Just yeah. so you know. I just thought the screenplay really I, bothered I, It did. A lot of it. But... You didn't play the game, right? No. Okay. Well, no, that's not true. I played the first game, and I owned them. Okay, so I was talking to... The lore, right? There's, like, people who play these games loved it, right? It's for them. Well, they say that it doesn't make sense. Ah. So, like, we're make looking for the movie to make sense to us. Yeah, it doesn't. But the game doesn't make sense either. Uh, so, that's... Because I'm like, you know... he Because I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I'm like, okay... He was like... 30 plus years old but then he's has a his sister which could be his daughter it, they That's wanted to put it in, in a movie so but he's she's like it doesn't make sense you okay. just gotta kind of just en enjoy it and it i can honestly say i did enjoy it i it was entertaining as shit it but. wasn't boring that's why i gave it the four because it's not a boring movie i just thought it was a sloppy movie and, you know, I would have liked more blood and gore. But again, this movie wasn't for me. This is a movie for younger kids. Like, I heard people, like, I was talking to a guy on Facebook, and he said that he hated it. But he said his son was sitting next to him, like, cheering and loved it and thought it was the greatest thing. <laughs> so, you know what? Why would I take that away from them? Yeah. That's awesome. Good for them. I'm happy. I hope they get sequels. Yeah. I don't like it, but you know what? Not every movie's supposed to be for me. I think as the generations go down, like Salem and Lucian, those are my niece and nephew, they're going to... It's going to be very PG, a lot of these movies. A lot of PG-13, at least. But they also only go to those theaters for events. Like, look at the movies that did good this year. Oppenheimer yeah. and Barbie did good because they came out on the same day and people made a big thing out of it. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift the, Swift, the heiress told Oh, my God. We went to see... What movie did we go see? We saw something else that weekend. I can't remember. I forgot. What. But all the little girls Ugh. were dressed in silver and skirts and they were trying to dress like Taylor Swift. And, I, and to me, I'm like... I don't get it. I mean, I, I I can't say that I don't like Taylor Swift because I like a lot We're of her songs. To the a bit. Yeah, and I like a lot of her songs. And some of them, you gotta listen to the words to honestly say like, wow, this like, wow, you know, like a lot of the lyrics you sang. I have to tell you something that you, when you just said that, and you'll laugh at this in Chappelle's show where they hear Dave Chappelle's dancing in a club and he hears a new Tupac song, 
And like the one thing is like, I've been dead since '94. <laughs> I've been dead. <laughs> like, it wasn't. It wasn't it about like Tupac wasn't dead. Yeah. Well, he was just him rapping about not being dead. Yeah. And then he even has a lyric like, like CJ in San Andreas, and the Chappelle's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't. So I appreciate the. Taylor Swift's fans and yeah. like that they but there's the young girls that love her. It's the just young... I think that the theaters are gonna be shifting, the movies that are gonna make money are not the movies that I like. It's gonna be like these event movies. That's that's what like the Beyonce's theaters... in December. Yep, I think that I'm... I think I wanna go see that. <sighs> so we can go see that together. I guess. You're already dragging me to a shitty movie. I didn't take you? you to see Taylor Swift. No, so. but you want to go see the Hunger Games movie. Yeah, and because it's going to be fantastic. That's fantastic. you got to watch the Hunger Games again before we go, because I'm not. So before I did, I never watched the last one. Did you not? Really? Mm-hmm. We saw the, a lot of those with Sarah. I saw the first two. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you can finish them up and tell me how. I saw them all. I just do not want to see them again. Well, I don't think you need to see them. What's to watch this because it's a prequel. Mm. Snow is actually a young boy, Ooh. and he's he I think was put into the Hunger Games. Really? Yeah. Is this the first Hunger Games? It's like we're seeing the origin. Yeah. See, that could be fascinating. That's it's the okay. origin story. All right. So, and it's funny from the trailer, it seems like he is against this whole thing, and oh, it's, it's a just weird. Thing. It's just weird that now he's the head of it mm. so it, it's probably the origin story of how he got into that position but i just want to make everything clear if the hunger games do come to fruition um do not pick me to be the guy to go out there and fight for our, <laughs> our area because we are losing right out of the gate same thing like if there's a purge i'm dead like it's just unfortunately these are things i'm not good at <laughs> survival not my forte. I, <laughs> I picked the winner. You sure did. I'll take care of you. Here, take her. All right. <laughs> I'll run away. You, you should see us walk into the city. He's on this side. I'm on this side. He's looking at his phone. He's not paying attention. I'm all the way back there. He's in front. He doesn't. He doesn't see where. I could be kidnapped. I'll save you. How? I'm, I ha- I'm gone. What I have is a particular set of skills. <laughs> them that are helpful in this situation, so you can keep her. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's going to do it here for us on another episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and also we have channel memberships, guys, so don't forget to hit that join button. Look for the link in the description below. Pick a tier that's best for you, but again, no pressure at all. The best thing to do is just get out in those streets, tell your friends about us, and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll be seeing you around.